Welcome to the Queen Divas Queens of Fitness podcast. Join your hosts, three-time WBFF world champions and WBFF royalty, Alicia Gowans and Stephanie Ayala McHugh, as we explore all things female health, training, competing, mindset, and living the fitness life every day. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Queen Divas podcast with my beautiful co-host, Stephanie Ayala McHugh. Hello, everyone. And oh my gosh, guys, it's episode 51. I was just reflecting on that. We've actually been doing 51 Just halfway over to 100. Halfway through. I thought that was actually pretty cool when I was um, just making my notes for today's, you know, topic, which is uh, a fun one, Ellie. I think it's so relatable to everybody. uh, Yeah. So for everyone listening, I guess, you know, you've heard us talk about everything health and wellness, and that is 100% what we endeavor to bring to you each week. Um, But today we're sort of just talking through the topic of, and I guess it came about like this. For everyone listening to this, actually, by the way, forgive me, I'm probably going to be a little slow at some point, say, because I'm jet lagged. We only just literally landed, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half ago. Straight out of my desk. Straight into work, straight into podcast recording. I love Um, your commitment. Oh my God, right? What a commit. I'm committed to you, babe. I love it. Everyone that listens. I love it. She's committed to all of us, y'all. Anyone that's listening, but, um, she's committed. This was on the back end of obviously, you know, our travel across to Orlando for the Orlando Pro-Am and the that's fact that, you know, I, I made it a point to actually plan and do a um, off-season shoot. So I had- So much fun. Yeah. And I had like, I'm going to throw this out there. I've done them and I have done them periodically over the course of the last, you know, decade, but I have not religiously done them and done them, you know, with dedicated focus every single season. Right. And largely I'm going to put it down to the fact that, Hey, I just get really busy and it's, and if it's not sort of leading into a stage and I don't deem it to be super imperative to that point in my journey, I've just put it on the back burner. And then I think second to this, and I did a post about this, and this is one of the reasons why I said to Steph, maybe we should discuss this today because the engagement and actually the feedback I got from my post was incredibly overwhelming to be quite honest. And my post was literally, I was thinking about it as I was doing the shoot, right? And when I got back to the the condo, I thought, man, I probably should actually share these thoughts because I think that this is actually a real thing. And it's because I have so many athletes that will be going through, you know, off seasons and you'll have it too, Steph. And they literally freak out at the scale going up. They freak out about feeling uncomfortable. They get to a point where then, you know, they're really good and they're on board and they want the glutes and they want the legs. But then the minute they start feeling tight in their, their waistbands or they've got to go up a dress size, um, or a pant size, they are, oh my God, I've got a mini cut and I've got a diet. I've got a diet, diet, oh, diet, no, diet. I feel out. fat, no, I feel uncomfortable. Oh, no, I don't no. want to go out. I don't I don't have anything to wear. Like they start all these conversations. And I thought to myself when I was in this shoot, I actually felt freaking incredible. And this is the heaviest yes. I have ever been ever in my life. Um, and I feel freaking amazing, right? Well, Ali, I just saw you. You look amazing. You I know, know I'm, not, really I'm, I'm happy to hear that you feel amazing. Yeah, I do. Incredible, you know, especially for being postpartum and post-show, having to, you know, of course, just add a little bit more size and mass onto yeah. your body. You're still doing that very, very beautifully. And um, your shapes are there. Your glutes are Pushing definitely coming up, right? which is, you can see that that's uh, yeah. an area of 
person. Yeah, and I, I don't feel the curves, which is what I love about the oh yeah. no, no, yeah, and I don't feel sloppy. And I guess I I kind of leaned into it. And at the time, I was thinking to myself, you know, probably eight years ago, it would have been a very different dialogue with myself and in that moment. And I didn't have any of that hesitation or worry. I didn't go into the shoot thinking, oh, I better diet or run like a little mini peak, you know, peak week for my shoot. I didn't do any of that shit. I was like, I'm turning up on the day with what I got. It is what it is. And I'm just going to own it. Right. And I actually had so much fun and it was incredibly liberating. And I walked away from it going, man, I wish all women could feel this. Right. And then I had to actually take a little bit of ownership and think to myself, well, shit, you know what? I'm not contributing by not doing this more often and sharing it. I'm, I'm, I'm not adding to the issue, but I'm not helping the issue either. So I actually did my post because I was like, you know what? I have had that little voice in the back of my head where I'm like, if I'm not if I'm not looking like the world yeah, nah. champion all the time, 24 mm-hmm. seven, that then I shouldn't be posting it or I shouldn't be putting it out there or oh, the brand doesn't want to see me in my off season. They're only interested oh, when I'm on yeah. stage at my best. Right. And that's it's not tough. actually fair. That's just a narrative that I've given myself at some point, wherever the pressures come from at some point. And, you know, it made me think, well, shit, if I've got women following me and they do by any chance look up to me in some way, then I should do the right thing and actually voice that, hey, me too, at some point I've had those issues, but right. also, hey, I, I don't anymore. And embracing it and then me embracing it and sharing it, I think hopefully might help others to do the same, right? Oh, of course. Of course. And I love how you're touching base on maybe that struggle that you had in the past and maybe you just weren't aware you were really dealing with that, right? Like, no, exactly. I wasn't. This is the fun part. Right? Like, this I is where I'm noticing it. here as that outsider, yeah. right? Because I do push myself to go into those shoots, but it's, you, you nailed it with just the narrative. We tell ourselves, we, we expect to look a certain way. And we just think like, oh, we have to like only turn up in front of I the mean, camera. Yeah. Uh, when you, we, in your <laughs> off season, if I look like you in your off season at all my off seasons, I mean, Kerry, I'd walk around naked. Sorry, bro. But I just, I'd be out in the, I'd be in the main street naked. I'd be shopping naked. I'd be going to the gym naked. Like You don't have anything on you at any point of time ever. You just go from perfect to like exceptionally perfect for stage. There is like no shit season for Steph. There's no Steph is shit. Steph is small. Steph is fluffy. There's just Steph's epic. And then there's Steph is ridiculously epic. And then there is no one's ever going to come close to Steph. Like, it's like, they're they're your shades, babe. Like, they're your phases. Oh, my God. I can't. I love you. I can't with your amazing kind words and commentary here. But what I'm trying to say, babe, here is like, of course, everyone's off season is going to look a little different, right? Like, we've all, you know, of course, had to go through maybe our, you know, fluffier sides, which I definitely still relate two in the past. <laughs> I, think, I think now my maintenance phase or even going into a building phase, um, it's it's kind of, and we'll touch into that. I feel like in a separate episode, we'll definitely dive in because I feel like this is something going around that people expect to do during a build. And it took me quite a few years to get there, right? To yeah. be able to reverse into keeping that condition or keeping some level um, of, you know, of course, a, l- a little bit more muscle tone, which is um, different, you know, per person. We just hold our body fat a little differently in different muscle groups. Um, but going back into, you know, that off-season look, we just have that big voice in our head and it's actually not small. We think it's small, but it's a big yeah. voice 
this. Nah, don't do that. Shoot. Like it's, you're not ready. You're not in shape. Yeah. It's not going to look good. Um, yeah. So why do we put effort into it? And like you had said, you didn't prioritize it. You put it on the back burner. It wasn't really something you yeah. really cared you yeah. because you didn't feel good about it you weren't confident right yeah. I, and I'm and I think probably because I was looking at it from the purpose that you know when I'm going to do something like y- you guys anyone listening to this knows my content and my page is really organic and I don't use filters and I'm I'm never wearing makeup and it's You're like real. do you know what I mean like I don't mm-hmm. I'm just not an orchestrated highlight reel in my page so so for me doing professional shoots to layer a page full of these professional unattainable images has just never made sense to me to start with, right? But secondly, correct. And, and it just hasn't really fit me or my brand. But then yeah. when I have done them, it's been because it's had actual purpose leading into a show. And or it's been about, of- yeah, it's been about the journey through to the stage or it's actually for me, the main reason I do it for everyone that, you know, wants to know something of interest. I actually shoot because it, it gives me the strategy of analyzing my angles so I actually utilize them as a um, temperature gauge for where my physique is sitting and as I'm coming into stage I use them heavily actually to correct adjust or finesse my posing um, routine for stage so that's why I do them and then when I'm like in a real big off season I'm like well I'm not going near stage it's not a priority right and then I think I did Mm, go through those couple of years where I was like "Mm, it's probably, yeah, like they don't want to see that from me at this Unnecessary. point. Unnecessary. We just kind of push ourselves away into this corner yeah. thinking, who wants to see me here now in this shape? I don't really, you know, have that motivation to get in front of the camera. And yeah. yes, so relatable. And I'm sure so many women listening to this are like, oh, that's me. I totally yeah. feel that not in that stage where I feel comfortable enough to do it. But let me tell you, you need to book that shoot. You need to get in front yeah. of those. You're going to have some sense of even structure to achieve even. And again, it doesn't mean that you're going to have to get to a look. Okay. It just means that you're going to just know, okay, I'm a little more meticulous in my day-to-day. Elise is comfortable right now with her strategy, which she's living her lifestyle. She trains hard. She eats wholesome foods. She is very mindful of her activity from day to day, you know, whether if that's from cardio base or if that's, you know, from her step count. So she's very well aware that she's going to look good for it because she's maintaining such a good shape at the time. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that she's a hundred percent comfortable in the stage that she's at thinking, camera ready I'm like you know what it is you know what it is actually the only time and this is truth the only time where I'm like oh my god I am thick (laughs) is when I've got to go into I have a I have a walk-in wardrobe that is literally the WBFF wardrobe right so it's like all the gowns and it's the shoes and it's the crowns and it's just for this so and I literally have layers in it that are ridiculously lean Semi lean, <laughs> about twelve weeks out, and then everything else. Off season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I feel my like when I actually get a moment where I'm like, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, <laughs> I've gotten to <laughs> that, that point. Is when I go in and I don't have a single gown yeah. that fits me, oh, or I man, can't get I'm it over good. my ass, or I get it mm. over, and then I've got Jacinta trying to pull everything together to zip it up, and I'm like, okay, this isn't fucking going on. We're yeah. not going and then you know you have those, and I love that you're bringing up the the wardrobe because this is so necessary, and this is going to be something I was going to lead into 
about the shoot, you know, besides booking it and just getting yourself ripping that bandaid and just yeah. freaking do it because you're going to be so empowered and feel so damn freaking amazing afterwards. Yes, you'll pick yourself apart in some areas, but trust me, it's way more about like, wow, I didn't actually expect myself to look that way. I actually yeah. look better than I thought. I feel better. Yeah. This is fun. Um, it really does become a practice game. I love where Ali mentioned, you know, using this as a tool, you know, to yeah. really just learn your angles, learn what works for you. And I, man, I state this more than anything, use photo shoots as that practice game, test out those makeup looks, yeah, test right. out the fashion looks, test out your posing, heck, and test out um, what you're going to essentially do on stage to not have to um, do it on stage as a trial. What I think you just hit the nail on the head of too, right? Is that make them fully fashion orientated because that's literally what I've done. So the last two shoots, um, I did one here. I was actually meant to have done a second one. I love here. that one. With my blue studio. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and we did some really oh, cool, really cool looks for that and really different. So I made a commitment to 2023. There were several things that I did. I actually did a post of it on my timeline. And one of the things that I did commit to and it came about because Jacinta has always done this. She has always rocked around any time of the year in her on-season, off-season, carrying weight, stupid skinny. Um, she always rocks around in her crop top and shorts, crop top and pants. She's always got a midriff showing, right? And I've always looked at her and been like, fuck, you're ballsy, babe. You know, like <laughs> I just, I've never done it, right? Never, ever, ever have I ever, even when I'm at my leanest, just rocked into the gym wearing a crop top and shorts. Never, ever. I always yeah, have. I think that's just, clothes, um, right? I think it's more of a traditional thing, to be honest, though. Possibly. Um, I think growing up, to me, it was actually something more shunned upon. Like, you don't wear a crop top kind yeah. of thing, showing your belly. And I don't know, you I just like right. I, I just, I feel like that was almost drilled in my head. And I used to work at the gym, right? Like at a young age and just going into like my first few years in the industry. And man, that, that was one of the things that you would always notice the girl without the, you know, like yeah. a full shirt. Yeah. And it was, she was the, she was that girl. And I don't know what it was about like being like singled out that I absolutely hated it. That it yep. was just like, yeah, nope, there goes a t-shirt. <laughs> Here goes yeah. a cover up. So that, you know? and that's always been me. And it might possibly be part of that for me. I've never really sort of sat down and analyzed it other than the fact that I just never, ever did it, right? Um, yeah. And I admired her for it because I was like, man, dude, that's like a whole nother level of like just confidence. super comfort super comfort and confidence in yourself, right? Yeah, and so sure. I turned around and I was like, that's it. Screw it. After this pregnancy, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm going to, I'm going to commit to it. And I'm going to, I'm going to freaking wear the boob tubes only. I'm going to wear the crop tops only. I'm going to love it. Talk a midsection, even when I'm chubby <laughs> and, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I have done that this year. My second thing, which was another part of that was I'm actually going to take frequent photo shoots and I'm actually going to channel completely different looks and step outside the box and do things that I hadn't ever done before because I've always had a signature look, right? And so I want to challenge that now. So we have been playing with cool makeup looks. And, you know, this is a girl that never wears makeup at all, ever, unless it's put on for a show. So we're doing cool that. shit that's outside the box. We're also doing, you know, obviously completely different looks and styles. And I'm here for it. So I had so much fun doing this shoot where we did the bold blue makeup. I had, you know, so much fun doing another makeover day that we did for just different looks. And then we were meant to do another shoot and Bubby was sick, so I couldn't make it. So I would have been three off-season shoots deep by now, which was 
more than I would have ever have done in a single year in an off season. And I've still got the whole, you know, year to go leading into and out of the other end of the stage. So, so I've got more planned, but the one I actually had in Orlando with Max was epic. And she she had me do the most outlandish outfits, man. (laughs) And I I had a big though, like to be honest, like to me, that's just, that's what it's all about. Like the fashion aspect and really challenging, I guess the elements when it comes down to the posing and then you learn more about yourself and you really honestly put yourself in a position of having to test and max out, right? Some of like the things that you can do and like Ali had said about maybe some different looks and maybe doing those trials and figuring out, man, that's super edgy, man, that worked. Next time I'll like maybe lay off on certain things. Like not so like for me, I will say I've like played around with some, you know, fierce and edgy looks. And man, when they go heavy on that contour, let me tell you, it messes up my whole photo shoot because it <laughs> ends up being where the whole set is just cheek. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Like, it is just like, girl, I can slice you. I can totally, you know, I can totally get you with my cheekbone. Um, but it's because again, you learn makeup looks and things that I already have, and you as well, Ali, yeah. we have higher cheek profiles. Um, we carry, you know, a higher cheekbone. So when they go heavy on that edge of our line of our cheek with the contour, oh man, like I said, you, it disappears. It's just like a, an actual line of thought, right? Yeah. So again, we learn and we end up finding things that work and don't work for us with the makeup um, or as well as like even fashion, not just fashion looks, because all fashion can be super sexy and super edgy yeah. as well as super cool it's just about who wears it and how you wear it right, right. um and what I mean by it it's just it's just about the way you p- position yourself I think that's we can all attest to like the fashion yeah 100 definitely, the, best definitely. the way they angle their yeah. body and like are flexible enough because man I've seen some models that they're able to be super flexible but they can't walk for crap Oh my gosh, they could don't put them in front of a runway because they will flop around and walk. <laughs> Honestly, like they will. And this is sad, but that is actually some things that you will notice if it's not video, which is another thing I do encourage is like, yes, still photos are amazing. But now the world is evolving, even the WFF is evolving yeah. to more of that yeah. fashion, even, you know, kind of runway uh, type of look. So doing photo and video shoots. I think that's another way to kind of really learn how to um, really transition. I think the transitioning from, yeah, it it is cool because you really do learn some different things. And look, you know, one of the things that I definitely noticed with both of the ones I've done so far, and even the one that I'm planning next, um, I'm actually going to do one with Toby while we're at the Peak Week house at the GC this week coming. And again, we're going to channel a couple of really different edgier style glam shoots. So, you know, it's using really abstract things. Like we had this really cute, but very couture type dress that I was wearing. It was super short with this big boss belt with this bow tie and these big latex gloves. It was just, it was very cool. So it's like, get out and do the things. What I would a hundred percent encourage people to do is challenge yourself to do something that is so outside the box and put together clothing and looks that you would probably potentially never even wear or choose in your day-to-day because that's where you actually get some really epic alternate diverse 
marketing capacity. And, you know, look, for anyone listening to this, it's with the WBFF, that's actually what it's all about, you know, and it's not just about bringing a diverse and new look to the stage every time. It's getting the confidence to channel those alter egos and those different avatars. And that was one of the main main areas for me to focus on in challenging myself in this way was I was then going to channel that to the stage. So, you know, coming back after three years off, it's, it's important to be doing it again. No, I can't agree even more with you, Ali. And I was going to mention that the best thing about doing a fashion-oriented shoot around your off-season is that you're not really showcasing your body. No, you're, you're modeling. Not. You're really trying to learn the camera, learn the angles, learn how to actually facially express yourself. And I think that's another thing that so yeah. many people leave kind of like on the back burner as well as like just still photos and, and even there to not translating into a, a mood um, and really being able to yeah. perceive a storytelling behind it. And I think that that's another powerful thing when it comes down to just any type of shooting and the way you you try to look at these looks as, okay, how do I use a one piece? I don't have to show abs. I don't have oh to my be God. a, a so, bodysuit. hundred percent. Like cool. using like a bodysuit and stuff. And yeah. then just how you, so how you yeah. actually angle your arms and where you put your hand and the placement of your elbow can completely taper in your waistline. All of it. Haven't got necessarily. Or a belt. Like you said, like you were mentioning belt when I was like, "Mm, there's a cincher, right? We always think like I have belts so much thigh high boots, cover your legs. Cause we're not looking about, you know, trying to see all the calf muscles and stuff. We're trying to like really put the look together. And that means maybe some thigh high boots, maybe even some leggings that are going to be cool and edgy. There's so many like different type of um, stockings that look amazing yeah. on certain looks underneath. I love thinking of layers. The more you layer, the better. So there goes the bodysuit with the belt and maybe a blazer jacket or some type of yeah. cool jeans denim gloves you can use, gloves, um, you can use hats oh gloves, yes. hats chunky jewelry like there's so many options right um yes. and then it's like what are you what are you going for you're going for something that's fun and flirty you're going for something that's boss babe you're going for something that's edgy you're going for something that's fierce it's that you got all these different as Seth said actually great way to, to term it is moods that you could be channeling right so I definitely think everyone needs to do this. And I definitely think that the more that you get into it and then you start to find your groove with it, it and I would say this too, stop trying to be sexy all the time. It doesn't have to be about you being fucking sexy. And, you know, I get really tired of seeing the exact same photos and the exact same poses with the almost very similar outfits on every darn person in the fitness industry. I'm like, wow, can we get a little bit of originality? Like seriously, take a moment (laughs) to find what suits you and create your own damn vibe, create something Mm, that everyone else wants to emulate and and replicate versus just be the trend, set that be the trendsetter, not follow the trend, right? Um, I agree with that. It doesn't mean you can't take inspirations, absolutely use them as you know, areas for you to maybe put some outfits together. I use, you know, of course, some other sets as like inspos. I'll put a little bulletin board together when I'm at, you know, at shopping or I'm looking online. I'm really just looking at that for the items. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to wear it differently. It's going to look completely different on you. Don't think that just because you ordered oh my God. whole set, it's going to look yeah. exactly like that on you. And the model is different. <laughs> how many that times have you looked at like a pose and gone oh I really love that I'd love to do that but then it just you think does not gonna, suit you and you're like ah, okay but that's actually a good point too that I would uh make another bulletin board if you haven't done this 
I, these are some of my recommendations just for anyone shooting in general. If you haven't already tried putting together a little pin board um, of your actual angles and poses you want to be doing and trying rather than trying to figure it out on your own or just freestyling, unless you're already experienced, I don't recommend a freestyle unless the photographer is going to be directing you the whole time. Yeah, you've got a good photographer. You, yeah, you won't need, you won't need to be, yeah. you know, obviously needing to bring up some of the poses and here, hey, can we try this and that? But if you're collabing or even just kind of be a beginner and you're, you know, wanting to really test out some, you know, poses, have them already put together as far as what you're trying to test along with the looks, right? You already probably did yeah. this leading into the shoot anyways. So prior to already knowing your poses, but definitely like Ali said, selecting your vibe, your mood, what yeah. look do you want to go after? Is it boho, you know, with a little hippie vibe, you know, or are you trying to go with more retro, you know, are you trying to go with a little bit more sporty spice and have like throwback? I mean, what are you trying to do? A pinup look? Are you yeah. trying to go with maybe a little bit of a biker edgy? Oh my God. Feel. I, I love those. I have <laughs> a, cool, a very cool shoot we're gonna do Den, with Dennis and Tess again. Oh, he's edgy. Um, yeah. Oh, she's an incredible. We, we came up with it actually because I was in the makeup chair and I had my hair done, and it was actually my hair that channeled it. And then we went, "Oh my god!" And even Dennis was like, "I love this look." And I went, "Well, how about we do this?" And I've explained it to him and he's like, oh, fuck yes. <laughs> so Are now we've got this massive mad, and you just reminded me of it when you said retro because it has an element of retro in it. And oh, it's very cool. So I'm super excited for it. Um, and then we're doing something fun with oh some um, candy. <laughs> this is what I mean. You can you can literally use different props, different locations, different backgrounds. Um, you can have completely different things. So much and fun to exactly. make it of this. Make it a make it an actual again story and make yeah. whoever's looking at your image or whoever's looking at your video feel something. And I think that they and I know we're kind of leading into more of the depth of the shoot here, but I hope you've already been convinced to shoot already. All right. So we're giving yeah, exactly. you some nice tips and giving you, of course, kind of a direction. And um of course just from us that have been in the experience of shooting with so many various yes. photographers and so many different styles. So linking up, of course, first of all, with your photographers, they may not carry that style, or maybe that's just not the, the looks that they really achieve. You have to kind of be realistic here. Am I going to be shooting with Baudoir? Then you're probably not going to be getting a lifestyle, right? But if you're going to be, you know, obviously shooting with a lifestyle, you probably shouldn't show up in a Baudoir type of, you know, setting and, um, and lingerie. And I think too, you just hit the nail on the head do your research around the photographers as well and make sure oh, that you know, you're channeling the right look or the right flavor for the person you're about to work with because having that fit is going to make sure that they bring out the best in you and make you feel completely comfortable if you mm -hmm. might have a bit of a moment about how you're sitting physically or you know you're comparing yourself to a previous physique and I guess look the point for me about why this was important and I think it is important and I really do encourage everyone to start doing it if they're not already is the fact that it does get you to a happy place and at quite a joyful place with your physique as it sits right now because if you don't have acceptance of your physique in a growth phase then what makes you think all of a sudden you're going to be happy when your diet's just shit, unhealthy and feeling ridiculously wow. hungry all the time? You're not. And then you can't sustain and maintain that. So what, you think you're going to be happy for literally three weeks of the year? That's pretty depressing. 
you know, like you I think yeah, you got to yes. these areas and I can't freaking agree with you more, Ali. You hit it there. Gosh, like, I think we, we don't even see ourselves because we don't allow ourselves to be seen. Like how often do we really dress up, you know, to take pictures in our off season? We don't feel good. We don't feel good about ourselves yeah. or we just don't feel comfortable enough to do that. And I think this just pushes yeah. us and we will be wowed. I know I've been wowed multiple times. And yeah, there is some of that attachment of thinking, maybe others don't want to see this, or maybe I shouldn't share this, or maybe I don't want to, you know, expose myself this way. And you know what? That's okay. Do it for yourself first. Above all, if you could do this for you to just break kind of the chain of thinking, just get it done and actually do it. And even just for your own self, because I will say that was kind of my first chain. I just needed to do it for my self and know that I was able and to do it and finally kind of open my lens and thinking it wasn't so bad. Okay. I didn't look so bad. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little more graceful. You didn't look bad in a bloody potato sack. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, those, those mental chains that I'm referring to, right. They're, they're, they're making you feel prison to think like, this is the only way to think. And you're, you're breaking them slowly. You're breaking free. And then you're realizing, okay, I post the damn photo. Who cares, right? Like, then you're going to start putting yourself out there and actually trying to maybe inspire others. to. You know, I actually have actively gone on the pursuit of following people that are real and that post really real photos and they don't post everything that comes off of a camera lens only that is edited or filtered or... You know what I mean? Like if that's mm-hmm. all I'm getting in something, I unfollow it. I'm like, I'm done. See you later. I'm out. No, that's not it's real. not appealing it's anymore. Not, yeah, no, it exactly. looks like a magazine. It looks like if airbrush. If I see a chick posting look- her off-season <laughs> and she's like in her bikini doing her check-in at 20 weeks out and she's probably yeah, sitting a good six pounds heavier than she normally even mm-hmm. does at that point because she's actually seriously pushed her off-season. I'm like, damn, girl, I'm here for you. And then I follow yeah. her. And it's then I like start tracking the progress moment. and I'm the big hype oh, girl yeah. on the sideline because to me, that's actually who people should be following. Real. Yep, exactly. The people that are actually turning up and doing the thing yeah. and challenging themselves and not hiding and not, you know, um, failing to be real about the entire thing. And the ones that get on and they do their photos, but they're all in posed angles. I'm like, again, unfollow, check out just stand you know, straight and some people know their angles so good ali and that's one thing that does cringe at me because some people just believe i know how to tell but again i'm experienced with being able to look at poses and look at that individual how they're standing how they're flexing kind of are they tense are they a little bit more you know posed or not and man i can call it but most people will not, not be able not. to and it's it's just frustrating because then they'll be like, oh, I need to look like am I absolutely look like that? I'm like, they don't exactly. walk around like that, y'all. They have to literally take that photo a hundred times, flex probably 50% of the time they're taking those photos and probably sit there and probably color correct and maybe even skin brush and gosh, call this face tune crap that people use. People have the time to do this shit. <laughs> I just can't. Like, I, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I don't, I, I, don't even care for like photo shoot type of editing. I think that's like necessary for some photographers because they're in the yeah, brand. That's what they represent. They like do 100%. things to the skin and they do things, you know, to the background and whatnot, but no freaking body correcting and, you know, trying to add abs or trying to, you know, make glutes where there's no glutes and all this extra crazy stuff that these apps can do. Or, but of course, if the photographer wouldn't do unless they asked the model, because there are some models, let me tell you, I'm in the room when they ask, 
please make my butt bigger, you know, oh, please make, God. oh, I'm not kidding. And this is, I'm like, you better not. And I swear I always say that to the photographer because I'm like, that is like, that's deceiving people. Like then the person expects. Yeah, like, I'd also be super upset with that because that'd be my one oh, yeah. photo that made me look like J-Lo and everything else. I look like <laughs> fucking pancake sissy. I don't know why women want this, but I they do. So like, I think it's because they they want to pretend that that's them. And I just don't nah. get it. I honestly don't no, get it. Don't not. be that girl. Don't get obsessed with the physique that is not yours. Embrace your freaking physique yeah. at all stages. Get in front of the lens. If you haven't yet in an off season, I hope that we've been able to encourage you to just get in front of the camera. Yeah, I hope so too. Don't have to do it in like a And I hope like- not even just to do the damn shoot or to wear the damn crop top and wear the damn booty shorts. But beyond mm-hmm. that, share share it all be the real person on social media be the real person that turns up for the people that follow you and actually you know be a bit of a beacon for other women that might be struggling to feel better about their current situation right um because i just think it's super important and i think that we don't realize sometimes the influence and the impact that we might actually have and it's something that you should probably right think about because even if you're only impacting one person, that's still the impact in the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. So Don't I think I think it's important. And Man. like that's the other thing I struggle with. I can't follow anyone. And I know I've talked about it before, but there are a couple of people where I'm like, I seriously worry about their mental health when they're <laughs> constantly posting week to week about you know, scale changes, millimeters going up, like just, and they're in an off season. It should not be your focus. <laughs> like you should be like, am I lifting boss ass, big bitch, you know, weights? Yeah, am I feeling ass. good? Am I sleeping well? Is my hunger where it should be like, yeah. it's just a completely different platform of the things you should be analyzing. And I think if, if again, a feed is not helping you in a positive way with how you feel about yourself, get off of it get it out of your feed don't follow it and then start to be feeding your feed with stuff that is um you know self-acceptance because i think it's super important oh man self-acceptance is honestly the biggest form of true love so you know self-love and i think that we have to accept ourselves before just honestly truly being able to put ourselves out there because then otherwise we're subjected to everyone's opinion and then believing that and i think that i think the biggest most powerful thing here is I mean, we we let other people's opinions of those little voices or big voices in some of us's heads uh, dictate what not to do and dictate what the outcome of the future is here, which is, nope, I'm not going to feel good after that shoot, right? Nope, not going to do that because uh, like not wear the crop top because oh, people, I'm going to get the looks. I'm going to be that yeah. girl, you know, yeah. like don't don't think of what the, you know, predicted negative outcome we tell ourselves is going to be we've kind of honestly break those chains and um i guess rewrite all of our narratives i mean we're all still doing it together i mean ali you i think overcame an incredible barrier that you didn't even realize i didn't yeah i hadn't really thought about it until it was actually going through my ivf my pregnancy journey right when you just feel like an absolute whale and um and it was just like because i'm sitting next to her every day i see her every day and i'm like damn girl you always look so good and you're always wearing like nothing (laughs) you're always showing me all your bits i love it it. and then and then i just remember feeling that moment of fuck i really want her i really want to feel like she does like i really want her level of I don't really care. I don't, I don't care, care what anyone thinks. I don't care what anyone says. I feel good about me. I like dressing like this. It feels good. And I'm going to do it anyway. 
And I was like, wow, I need to be like that. Yeah, it it's really empowering. is. Anyway, it's, all I can say is that I actually do feel comfortable doing it now. And I haven't had a single day where I've put something on and felt like I shouldn't be wearing it. And I'll give Rachel um, Dylan a little plug here. I always wear bombshell, have worn bombshell and aloe yoga. I live and die in them. I do not buy all the other gimmicky, influency brands on the market. I'm just not about it. Um, but Rachel's, I bought Rachel, a set of Rachel's, um, like boob tube crop top with the little V taper pant. Mm. Oh my God, they're amazing. And they're so flattering. And you can have to get myself a set. Hey, Rachel. Dress it up with a blazer <laughs> over the top to wear it as like leisure wear or literally wear it and train. Um, I have gone on to buy three outfits of hers and I wear all of them with no shirt on top whatsoever. And I feel great Love in that. So I'm a big advocate that, if you want to do something like that, maybe find something that you go, oh, I'm loving this. I'm, I'm, I'm vibing it. I'm feeling myself big time. Different sizes, y'all. Remember, exactly. we're in different seasons. We're not just well one on size. You. You like Don't you label it. yourself. Don't put one label of a clothing be like, oh, no, I'm too big. Oh, no, I'm a medium. Oh, no, I'm a large. Y'all, this is literally our body. It's going to fluctuate. You yeah. need to honestly have so much grace with it. And if you understand your stages, like I'll even mention the wardrobe. I do the same thing. I've got oh, yeah. a, a shredding type of wardrobe. Different sizes. Type of wardrobe. It's like, there is really just hard to decipher sometimes. I'm like, but it's cold. And I'm like, gosh, I'm, you know, cutting this time. So I think I'll pull out some different things that really honestly just fit really big. And I'm like, oh crap, yeah. I'm in the wrong season. So it's okay. Like, just make sure you don't let clothes label you. You add some new stuff, you know, obviously yeah, right. to the collection, something that makes you feel comfortable. If it makes you feel fat, get something bigger, honestly. Exactly. Or obviously get a bigger size. We'll get a different just, cut. Wear a different, a different style, cut, right? Different, yeah. different brand. Maybe yeah. it's the brand. So I love that you brought that up because it's so yeah. true. Because it was something for me. And I when I found them and put them on, I was like, oh, wow. I actually, I'm digging it. They like, so you I, feel I good I literally that. flog her stuff now. So Crop Shop Boutique for anyone that's, and most people listening to this have probably bought her stuff. I was going to say, Ali, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think she's like, had like a tour out here yeah, to the U.S. I'm telling you now, she's been, she's been live for a while. And I've actually always looked at her stuff and thought, oh, you know what? If I'm ever going to actually buy something, it'll probably be hers. I'll give it a go. And I bought the one outfit just to test the water and went, oh, man. Well, I love got, it. Yeah, so you've got the firsthand experience right there yeah, for a customer. Exactly. That's awesome. So I, I'm actually going to have to try it just because of that feedback need to. right there. Stuff is I mean, amazing. you know how it is. Like, it's it's more of a word of mouth. And of course, of course, the girls that are probably listening to this are probably are like, duh, have you taken this long to try? <laughs> <laughs> and look, there are a lot of brands that are quite popular. Yeah, there's so many brands, y'all. So it's just, for me, whatever you love, stylish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, she's definitely trendy. She definitely yeah. is a trendsetter. So I'm sure anyone that has already seen her outfits, like they're always on point. So yeah. I agree with you. I'll definitely get that a go. Um, and anyone else that maybe wants to share some new actual brands that they're in love with, I would love to hear yeah. because that's like that I'm looking a little bit more attire. I think it's a neat time for a new collection. So, and it's always fun to shop. You guys already know me. <laughs> <laughs> You're a shopaholic. <laughs> From now on, I'm going to be like, I need new shoot outfits. Where am I going, Steph? And I'll just hit you up because I'll get a laundry list as long as my arm. You my closet. It's ridiculous, <laughs> honestly, which is bad when people don't know this, but I actually have made like half my house a closet. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> it's like literally like a three bedroom type that of like so funny thing. all oh. of it is just just clothes and shoes and hats and bags and everything <laughs> I would need essentially to travel or shoot yeah it's uh, it's needed because I can't see half my stuff so whenever I'm like piling it in you know boxes and things for the shoot I'm like I don't remember what I got so I have to like try to get a display kind of like a little mini boutique or store so yeah that's kind of what it looks like um so if you do need some help with maybe fashion styling I would recommend Tessa she's incredible she's actually uh Dennis's Dennis Cruz's wife um she I believe I would be under Tessa Cruz. I'm not exactly yeah, sure yeah. about Tessa. her handle, but she's incredible stylist. Max was awesome. Max she's was awesome. Incredible stylist yeah, as well. She was I think that she has been just super killing all those vibes with the yeah. WFF she's been doing. And she does her yeah. own stuff, I think, with her um, photo shoots as well. And she she's like traveling and all that kind of stuff. And if yeah. you guys ever need recommendations with photographers. Allie and I both have worked with yes. numerous, incredible, amazing uh, photographers. I would rather give the safety and recommendation exactly. of the ones that we recommend and refer because there are some sleazy and bad yeah, there are there. And so even we just, don't you know, looking at ones for where you might be too. So, you know, I've got a, a list of the ones that I love best in Australia. And then we've got the ones that we use mm. overseas. So wow. definitely keen to help. But I just hope that all of you go out and book a goddamn shoot. Yeah, <laughs> do the damn shoot, y'all. Uh, yeah. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. And like like always, thank you guys for listening. And Ali, it's probably so good to see you. It was so see good to see time. you. I can't wait. It's going to be too long between now and Worlds, but we get more time soon. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys later and talk to you later, you Ali. Love you. Have a good week. Bye. You too. Bye. Thanks, babe. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Queen Divas, Queens of Fitness podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Queen Divas Pod, on Twitter at Queen Divas 4, and follow our hosts on Instagram, Alicia at Alicia Gowans underscore WBFF Pro, and Steph at Stephanie Ayala 7. See you all next week.